Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. get priority but we also review older horror movies both good and horrible wow that didn't sound good hello and welcome to horror movie talk hey bryce you know this is uh i'm gonna do things a little bit different what yeah i'm gonna do things a little (laughs) differently today hey you know something that we don't talk about a lot on these shows that i think you know what it is my sexual preferences, all right? Now, it's not widely known, but I'll admit, I'm an ass man. Yeah. You know? I just, there's something about them sweet cheeks, you know? Just big, warm, fluffy, cushiony, mm-hmm. pillowy, wonderful booty okay. cheeks. All right. Just, just scraping up and down my nose. Just bang. Just up and down, like, uh huh, yeah. And you know what? I got I got to invite all of our fans to back their big old booties up to <laughs> the Kiggins Theater. That's right, <laughs> March twenty fifth. We got the Exorcist. You for, thought the ads were done. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Exorcist for your sweet cheeks, and you just put them nice little mud puppies. You put them down in those in those nice comfy Kiggins seats. From the 1920s or something like that. Ew, David. And we treat you to a fucking exorcism and a cult of horror. That's right. We're going to be doing live shows starting with The Exorcist on March 25th. That one comes with free popcorn sponsored by Streamlounge.io and a bunch of other cool sponsorships and a bunch of cool stuff by... Bryce and myself, and who knows? Maybe if you stick around after the show, I'll get, I'll be, I'll give those buns a little squeeze, and <laughs> unless you don't want that, in which case I definitely won't do that, and I won't do that anyway, um, because I don't know, I respect you too much or something like that. Anywho, we have a great show for you here today. We're going to be reviewing Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That's right. You asked for it, and by you, I'm talking to our patrons. They were like, hey, can you finally do this movie? And we're like, we do anything you want, baby girl, because you pay us money, and we're kind of sluts like that. So here we are. We're doing Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Uh, I'm David Day. Across from me sits... Bryce Hansen. And he's a sexy, sexual being who just needs love the way everyone does. What's your thing? Is you boobs man? Are you butt man? Are you just like personality and face? I like wrists. You can check us out at our website at horrormovietalk.com. From there, you can find links to all of our stuff. Um, We do second Saturday watch parties. Oh, no. That's tonight. Oh, that's tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) 
Okay. I almost picked one yesterday, and then I was doing something else. So You're picking your nose instead. We post new every new episodes every Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe to us. Leave us a review. We've got some nice reviews. I think at the end of this show, I might uh, might read some of those nice reviews, and um, and you know. Just uh, thank you all for for saying nice stuff about us because we appreciate you. If you want to get a hold of us, get a get, 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 give us a call six eight two two five three four four. Should we do uh, horror movie horrors? No, there's episode? not enough. There's not. There's not. It's been weeks. I know they just stopped calling. Oh, I they right. just stopped calling. I guess one person stopped calling, oh. and that's the majority of them. Mm. <laughs> Intrigue. Yeah, mm. if you want to find out more about that, you should listen to our. Uh, after pod for studio 666 sad things mm-hmm. transpired um it was confusing i was upset yeah but i'm over it <laughs> <laughs> we miss one of our most stalwart supporters and uh you know via con dios all right. After we, uh, so we'll start out this episode by giving a brief review and a score for our movie. Uh, this movie, we score on a scale of one to ten. One being bad, ten being good, five being average. And uh, you know, uh, once we uh, give our score, we'll get into spoilers. Spoil the movie for you, unless you've seen it, which you know you might have. Uh, and then we'll take a deeper dive into. And what. this is one of those that you do not want spoiled, right? Like if you haven't seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil, like. Don't even just go watch it. Yeah, I'd even press pause now and go watch it. Like if you know zero about it, that's the best way to watch this movie. It's a very fun movie, so uh, you're not you can't go wrong. I and I and we I think both would uh, put our seal of approval on this one yeah. for anybody, any old person, somebody who's into horror, somebody who's just into comedies, somebody who's into dramedies, mm-hmm. any of you. Um, later in this episode, we'll be discussing the recent changes to our podcast feed, commercials, and maybe reading a couple reviews. Uh, was, you may have noticed some stuff changed. Mm. There's now new ads where there weren't ads before. You're growing new ads in new places. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, all those sexual places, even up in them sexy, mm-hmm. tight little buns. Oof. Mm. You're feeling new sources of revenue streams. I'm feeling so many (laughs) revenue streams right now. (laughs) Got revenue streams coursing through my veins. Oh, it feels like freedom. Mm. And you know, reading some reviews, probably if I remember. Okay, so uh, as I said, as we've been saying, we we saw Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and it reminded me of how stupid college kids are. So, without further ado, do here is. The trailer. Oh, jeez. Whoa, Jesus. Did you see the way those guys looked at us? Who wants to go skinny dipping? No. We got your friend. They captured Allison. It's the pancakes. You hate pancakes. I'm, I'm gonna make you something else. What am I doing here? Fell into the water. Uh, dove in and rescued you. We'll go find your friends. You should relax. Tucker and Dale are on the case. What is this place? It's just a cabin. It doesn't mean they're psycho killers. Then why don't you go in there and talk to them? All right. Maybe I will. I said maybe. Dale? 
What are you doing? I'm about taking a crapper hole. You mind if I help? He's making her dig her own grave. There's no rules out here. It's us against them. No! Oh, good. Look, your friends are here. Are you okay? Saw your friend out there. He must be allergic to bees or something because he was running like a bat out of hell. This is a suicide pact. These kids are coming out here and they're killing themselves all over the woods. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. The girl that we have, she can maybe explain the whole thing. You've got another one inside. Oh, she's in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you gotta take the safety off on the side there. Don't do that. Ah! Ah! Just start being more careful. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Time to die, freak. Fire! Stop, stop the rope. No, don't, don't use that. Let's get you down from there. Wait. Sorry about that. This vacation sucks. Well, that ruined the whole movie. Yeah, it's almost like the people who made the movie weren't weren't trusted to make a trailer for the movie that <laughs> didn't divulge the very important points of the movie. Uh-huh. It's almost like people who make trailers are very dumb. Some of them are. Some some know how to do it right. Sure, sure. Uh, they're the exception that proves the rule. Uh, so the synopsis for uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil is Tucker, played by Alan. Tudyk. And Dale, played by Tyler Labine, are headed into the woods to fix up Tucker's new vacation cabin. It's going to be a weekend of fishing, fixing, and getting fucked up. A couple of guys, just alone in the woods together. Nearby this cabin, a plethora of college kids are camping and partying it up. They meet the silly duo of Tucker and Dale and immediately are spooked by their hillbillyishness. Things come to a head one night when the college kids decide to go skinny dipping in the same lake that Tucker and Dale are night fishing in. An angelic woman named Allison, played by the angelic woman known as Katrina Bowden, falls off a rock and hits her head, and our goofy duo go to save her. As they do, they shout to the other college kids, We've got your friend! And that sets in motion the zaniest misunderstanding you've seen all summer long. Everyone gets more don't judge a book by its cover than they bargained for. Yay! Hooray! I tried not to give too much away here, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. you kind of you can't. It's unavoidable. Uh, my review goes directed by Eli Craig. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil was released in 2010 to only 33 theaters and eventually bumped that number up, those rookie numbers up to more rookie numbers, 44 theaters. Wow. Yeah. Despite this limited theatrical release, when it was released on... Um, Despite this limited theatrical release, when it was released on Netflix, it was met with universal enjoyment, and everybody liked that. Tucker and Dale vs. Evil is a movie that takes the common horror movie structure of partying kids in the woods and inverts the classic protagonist-antagonist relationship. 
This inversion was a pretty unique thing, even in the somewhat oversaturated world of meta-horror. It was a new brand of winking at the audience, one where the audience feels empathy for both the good guy and the bad guy. Uh, horrible things happen in this movie, but the only thing to blame is the breakdown in communication between the two groups, or an othering of the hillbillies by the college kids. So, let that be a lesson to you mm -hmm. fucking college kids. Don't other hillbillies. Don't other anybody except Putin. Hmm. Maybe. Um, the dry wit and laugh out loud, loud moments in this movie are a ton of fun and often the result, a result of totally shocking and unexpected misunderstandings or accidents. The characters are completely wonderful and easy to fall in love with. The problem I have with Tucker and Dale versus evil is because the whole premise is based on a misunderstanding. They had to manufacture an antagonist that, and that feels a little goofy. Chad, which is a great antagonist name, played by Jesse Moss, is as one-dimensional a character as they come, and his mo motives aren't interesting or fun. Uh, to me, this leaves the movie feeling a bit hollow in the third act. Kind of meanders around a bad guy fight that we don't really care about, and leaves me wishing we had just ended with a nice therapy session in Act 2. <laughs> Uh, the ending leaves a lot to be desired, but the impact that this movie had on general audiences can't be overstated. Can't be controlled. It's enjoyed by horror fans for its interesting take on an old premise, and it seems to be the logical predecessor, predecessor to the more impressive movie that does the same thing but with less comedy and more scares, The Cabin in the Woods, which came out the following year in mm. 2011. Uh, this is a different and more sophisticated kind of fun than Gremlins 2, but the result is the same. You laugh, you have a good time, you slap backs. I had Where to did the Gremlins 2 come I from? I had to fit a link in there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You just... <laughs> All right, Dave. You just push it in. Yeah, I had a... I mean, the first time I watched this movie was way more enjoyable than the second two times I watched this movie because this is a first watch kind of movie. Uh, yeah, I think I, I can't, this was probably my third time watching it. Yeah, It's too. been long enough to where I could enjoy it again. Okay. I give this a 7 out of 10. Uh, if you'd asked me after the first watch, I'd have been like 8, maybe 9. Um, but, I don't know. I, like, eh. It's not bad. It's definitely, if you, if, if this is your first time watching it, you're going to be left impressed. Yeah, I mean, I love this movie. I, I'm surprised that. I thought I thought you loved this movie too. Um, I <laughs> how dare you? We are so we. How dare you? You are so delicate. Um, Seven out of ten is not bad. What is this for you? Like I'm I'm struggling whether I should give it a ten or not. Okay, give it. Let your heart um, decide, buddy. No, I'd give this like a nine. It's it's so. No, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. Whoa, uh, it's a high eight. Wow. Because Look at how much respect you have for me. I'm just able to pull down your whole score. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the one thing is, like, yeah, the ending is pretty. It drags it. it like, all the momentum kind of goes. Blah, 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 <sighs> at the yeah. End. But it's it's a premise that you can only. Can only work, like, the amount of times that they made it work. And even yeah. then, it's like, okay. <laughs> it gets more and more ridiculous to the point of, like. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what they should have done. Maybe they should have just like just one hundred percent just it. finished it. Yeah, 
the way they started it as opposed to like shifting gears and and uh, you know making an antagonist to to finish things off um but that being said like this this is a movie that especially if you knew nothing about it going into will be one of your favorite movies ex- movie experiences ever oh like, yeah no this first watch for first watch this is a a spectacular movie it's yeah. and and you're just going to be delighted it's yeah. just because the the characters are perfect they're just 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 perfect yeah. and very lovable all of them and uh, yeah you can't undersell the comedic timing in this movie right. like Alan Tudyk and and Tyler Labine are, are like so fantastic and sell these lines perfectly yeah. you know just the re- the reactions that they have are what makes the movie no i i completely agree and let's not uh let's not sleep on katrina bowden who single-handedly i would love to sleep on katrina bowden don't sleep on her you don't want to hurt her at least i don't want to hurt her uh, yeah uh, she's i would she's sleep like next this- to her after i was awake on top of her <laughs> <laughs> We understand sex. <laughs> okay. okay, calm down. <laughs> Sorry, I'm turning into. She's uh, like a porcelain figurine. It's it's pretty absurd. Like the fact that she isn't wasn't like picked up to be the next Megan Fox sh- shocks me to an insane degree. Like she is. Um, it's un. You know, you you just have people that you look at and you just go, well, that's fucking unfair. That's there it is. There's that's life in a nutshell. Unfairness. Um, she is. I think she's just a fantastic actress. Well, I do. too. Act, she's a great actress. It's she's not in very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think now she's mostly in like shows and stuff, which, hey, it's a steady paycheck, I imagine. But um, I think she could be the next, uh, you know. Dumb Michael Bay uh, Transformer movie hot heartthrob lady um, that ends up, you know, dating uh, Machine Gun Kelly or something like that. Yeah. Is Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly the modern day uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie? Ooh, that's actually that's a I thought you were going to go Tommy Lee and Pam. Um, That's close too. it's close. I feel like yours is closer, though. Um, something, something, something darker. Yeah, there's something dirty. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck is up with those two? Well, it's really dirty with Tommy Lee, too. But, yeah. uh, and Pam. But Did you finish Pam and Tommy? I, Tommy I didn't watch it, really. Like, I caught pieces of it as Carrie watched it. Oh, that's such a good show. Pretty crushing, the moments that I did watch. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Oh, real gut punches. That is, I feel like that's almost an important movie as a show. Man- important show as a man our age mm. that grew up around the release of the the of Tommy the, Lee's dick in the pan yeah mm-hmm. where it's like like yeah it's it's just water it's just around and everyone's seen it there's so much and innuendo then, going on right now and then and then you watch the show and you're like oh wow these are human people that they're entire lives were destroyed because of oh no i objectified another person yeah. to their detriment <laughs> it's like uh well now my dick feels bad not that bad 
My actually funny story. My dick does feel bad. I injured my dick this week. What? Yeah. Here, take All a, right. Take a look. Here, hang on. Wait. Uh, don't. No, you don't just have to show me. Just sit still. Just don't move. Okay. Look. You see here are my underwear. Uh huh. And then here is my. Oh, your. It's my jock strap that I've been having to wear. Um. Just to keep things intact, really. I mean, it's a mess. Did you break your dick like Johnny Knoxville? Something happened. I'm not a doctor, but I do I do feel pain. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Tune into the Afterpod. Yeah. <laughs> we'll break down what happens to David's dick. What happened to David's dick? And why is he in such a manic state? <laughs> um, It'd be great if this came out after Kagan's. You're like, yeah, too much ass backed up. (laughs) (laughs) No, Cap, though, really do love booties. You know, get get those sweet little mud puppies into those kicking seats. And then I'll I'll just, you can line up. You know know what they do in cults? They run you the river. They They run the river on you. Get those paddles out. Pop, 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 pop. (laughs) (laughs) Kicking's Cult of Horror, downtown Vancouver or uh, Vancouver, Washington. Plugs plugs um more plugs hey did you guys know that like our like favorite sponsor ever is sponsoring this show right now that's right shutter.com wow that's s-h-u-d-d-e-r.com they're the netflix of horror movies and bryce we love them i love shutter unapologetically i will not apologize for my love of shutter because they have tons of uh, streaming horror movies and shows and originals and series and docs and all kinds of great stuff and they're just so loyal to the show over the years and i don't see that changing anytime soon they're the best so head on over there Sign up on Shutter.com, and you know what? You don't even have to commit with your money. If you enter code HMT at checkout, you get 30 days free trial to just soak in all the terror and uh, scream your way uh, to the savings with the code HMT at checkout. That does get you 30 free days. So support the people that... Support us. Mm, I love Shudder. I love fucking. (laughs) If you are listening to these commercials, you should know you don't have to. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. Now, there's more commercials. It's a little bit more annoying. But two things. Those commercials pay us. And that's great. That makes us makes it so that we can make a bigger, better podcast for you and get ass implants of our own to, you know, impress people with Mm. and uh, and cushion our, you know, cushion our booties when we're sitting on all that sponsorship money from Mm. Shudder. So you can you can get the ad free version of our show by going to patreon.com slash horror movie talk, signing up for the $6.66 tier. Uh, the devil made us do that one, but there's tons of tiers to cater to your level of patronage and give you tons of great shit. Imagine if every person that listened to every episode of horror movie talk paid the, you know, $6 and 66 cents a month. Bryce, that's how I hurt my dick, was imagining it. <laughs> <laughs> just 
went so hard. I was just like, oh, they're all paying me. Just a grip. <sighs> just like a vice grip all ah, of a sudden. And then, and then like a vein popped. And I was like, oh, oh. But it was still good. Um, so, yeah. Support us over on Patreon. Get no ads in your shows. Um, you know, if you want to rep our, <laughs> our brand, then you can head on over to HorrorMovieTalk.com slash shop. And you can buy our logo tees. You can buy some stickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can buy some coasters or all kinds of crazy Whatever. crap. Yeah. Just buy it. If we actually cared, we'd put more stuff on there. And if we did, it would be all stuff drawn by our resident artist, Dustin Goble. He's a good man, a family man, an artistic man, a neurodivergent man who fucks very hard. And um, he also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans. So contact him at dgobel00. That's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram. Make your artistic dreams come true and tell him we sent you. Please give us a call if you want to talk about things. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail at 682-253-4468. Again, that's 682-253-4468. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us what you think about my booty fetish thanks again for listening and let's get into spoilers no david honestly david it's like a witch's house in here david <gasps> what was it like the first time you watched tucker and dale versus evil i can't remember the circumstance i think like What's crazy is I watched it with Erin. She never watches horror movies. Man, I bet she loved it. There was some... I don't know if we, like, just randomly decided. That doesn't seem like that would make sense. I think one of us probably had someone recommend it to us. Mm. But, yeah, I watched it, and it was so great. Delightful. So funny. Because unexpected, you don't have to see that many, like, um, slashers, uh, slashers, Friday the 13th movies to understand the premise of a slasher, which is like a cabin in the woods style movie. Hillbillies, you know, are scary. I've seen Deliverance. Yeah. Like, there's so much the setups there where it's like, yeah, college kids. College kids in every movie are the innocents. Like, they're the good guys, always. And they always get picked on. Because they're educated, promising young adults. And then you make them squeal like a pig. Mm-hmm. Squeal like a pig, Bryce. No. Oh. I was really hoping you would. Well, how... Are you are you threatening to rape me right now? <laughs> squeal. I said squeal. Show me them buns. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was that was me not doing yes and the yeah, and it just and just just threw just, a whole thing out of whack. Right. Um, yeah, this the first time watching this movie, I was delighted because you know you sit down, you take a you take a a bet every time you sit down and watch an unknown movie, you're just taking a bet that you're gonna have a good time, and uh, and this was a bet that paid off in spades, especially that first time. Um, you're greeted with kind of ominous. Tucker and Dale driving uh-huh. up, uh, driving to, you know. It rides that line so well because in a movie with the right background music, like 
someone giving you a vacant stare is the most intimidating thing in the world. But really, just if you're on the road and just saw some chubby dude just kind of vacantly looking out a side window at you, you wouldn't think about it. If a man of your size was just looking at me vacantly through a window, and it happens. I'm not going to lie. It happens in this room a decent amount. It's Uh (laughs) off-putting. You know, anybody's going to be like, well, he's much bigger than me and could probably hurt me. Mm Mm-hmm. In ways I can't imagine, but I will anyway. And then, because uh, <laughs> he's got butt cheeks, mm. all cheeked up. I'll back him right up into your nostrils. <sighs> um. So yeah. So, but pretty quickly, we're given this. Two, we're given a look at to both parties. Right. You get to see Tucker and Dale, mm-hmm. the quote unquote bad guys. And you get to see college kids, mm-hmm. the quote-unquote good guys. takes a while for the Tucker and Dale to be really revealed as the leads. Yeah, yeah. The college kids, it starts out being like, yeah, we're leaning on these college kids, and uh-huh. it's going to be fun. And look, there's tits, and yeah. here they are. And the, the intro of the movie is the setup of some horrible tragedy happening in the woods like 20 years ago that college kids were murdered by an insane serial killer well that comes yeah that comes once yeah the kids have passed the gas station and are at their campsite and are like sitting around a campfire and and chad starts telling the story of like oh bad stuff has come to other kids 20 years ago who were in these same woods at the mm-hmm. same lake doing the same things and you know the very standard setup Mm. Um, but I thought it was in the beginning credits for some reason. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Um, it starts. Yeah, it yeah. starts with there's there's some flashback that happens because it sets up the the sheriff stopping Tucker and Dale and is like you know shit's not safe in these woods. Yeah, that sheriff know. is real down on these woods. Yeah. So I mean, the setup is like the woods are dangerous. There's there's supposedly some serial killers out there that prey on college kids yeah and uh and so you know everybody's been warned about it including tucker and dale and as it turns out so <laughs> this but i do want to focus on this gas station a little bit uh-huh. at, at the start this is where the college kids meet tucker and dale and uh tucker's at the counter bowden or is it katrina or i don't know katarina? katrina and the waves katrina bowden our angelic lovely girl um, she picks up a can of bug spray and she's like, do we need more bug spray? And through the cans of bug spray, as she picks it up, there's Dale, Dale looking at her just like, <sighs> as you do, <laughs> as I've done many times uh-huh. to virtually every girl I see. Jesus. And, uh, <laughs> and he's just, uh, oh, and you know, <laughs> so, whoa, and she's, you know, properly freaked out. And, uh, and this is, this is kind of the start of mm-hmm. the college kids and Tucker and Dale's relationship of like this weird protagonist, right. antagonist. Everybody thinks they're the good guy because everybody but just believes they're the good guy. Yeah. Um, but, and, and others are bad. Yeah. And, uh, I really like that part. Then, you know, we get to, you know, college kids get to their camp. Tucker. Well, before that, there's one of the greatest moments where the reveal of who Tucker and Dale really are, which is just two regular dudes, and they, <clears throat> and Tucker is like trying to 
talk up Dale to go talk to these <laughs> college girls because he's smitten with them. He's like, like what? Why not? Just go talk to them. They're just people. And Dale's you, like, you kids love to laugh. <laughs> The most unhinged laugh, and some for some reason decides to walk over with a gigantic scythe. Yeah, it's like <laughs> like the specter of death. Yeah, it's just, hey guys, hey, hi, hi, hello, hi, Whew. <laughs> yeah, and and that's like every moment where they interact and there's misunderstanding is great because it's it's just right on the line. Yeah, of like. You could see how T- Tucker and Dale are just being kind of dumb with how they're wording things. Yeah. And being obviously misunderstood by the college kids. We got your friend. We got your friend. Yeah. So uh, Tucker and Dale make it to their cabin. This is uh, Tucker's cabin. He bought it. He's he's excited because it's right off a lake and he loves to fish. And so but he's got, a, you know, it's a fixer upper. Right. So this is their weekend. Tucker and Dale's weekend to head out, drink some beers, fix up the cabin, go fishing a little bit and, uh, you know, just just get get acquainted with the outdoors. And they walk into the cabin and. It's kind it's of like a, the prototypical, like Evil Dead cabin. Evil Dead cabin yeah. with like you know, random animal parts and mm-hmm. and like f- rusty farm tools hanging but, from the ceiling. But not just that. We have like newspaper clippings of the serial killer who lived here right. prior. <laughs> right. And these guys don't notice. They're just hey, there's a coupon right here. Just <laughs> dumb guys. Yeah. No expiration date. Just like huh? Well, okay, let's get to work. And you know, completely ignoring the obvious terrible history of this place why he got it for such a steal etc 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 and uh so you know they begin work and there's a couple setups uh for you know things that'll happen later in the movie yeah and it's all bunch of callbacky mm-hmm. fun comedy stuff that's uh-huh. you know i mean i said something last episode in the studio 666 review which was i kind of made a differentiation between Comedy horror and horror, mm. right? And there is a differentiation, to be fair. Um, horror movies are not funny, typically. Comedy horror movies are funny. And a lot of comedy horror movies are literally just comedies about horror. Well, this one actually is a little bit of the exception that proves the rule. This one manages to fit in so many good elements of horror movies in funny ways that... I think it actually straddles that line. It is not a comedy movie like uh like um scary movie and it is not a horror movie like, you know, Midsommar or uh The Witch or Friday the 13th even. It's both. This is properly mm-hmm. both because the things that happen are horrible, horrible, scary, mm-hmm. bad things. Mm-hmm. But they're presented in a in a kind of ambivalent way, at a right, and this this is this is a, a great, like, and Cabin in the Woods took took this kind of like prototype and just made it more scary and less funny. So it's kind of like the opposite of this. This is the the very very funny Cabin in the Woods. Um, 
movie. I don't know. I thought Kevin Lewis was funny. It was funny, but it's not funny like this. It's not knee slapping good time all the way through. Right. There's lots and lots of parts that are really, really scary and meant to be that way. Right. And um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what's your take on any of that? It's good. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I, yeah, I mean, when I think of comedy horror, like, I actually find it hard to think of a movie that's just comedy about horror. I mean, scary movie would be the obvious one. But, like, I think about this. I think about Cabin in the Woods. I mean, even, like, uh, Evil Dead 2 would almost be in there, too. Yeah, no. Like, for sure. There's, like... That's why Evil Dead 2 is so... horror movies that lean into comedy. And, um... There's not a lot. So, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's there's not a lot. But, like, this moment in the teens was a, a big moment for comedy horror. You know, because, like... I mean, yeah. The, you. Well, I think we've listed, like, the big ones, right? Tucker right. and Dale, Cabin in the Woods, Evil Dead 2. Um, these are the ones that straddle the line. But then, there, yeah, there are tons of comedy horror movies of of that are just comedy. You know, Dracula, Dead and Loving It, and oh, yeah. and all everything in that vein. You know, Young Frankenstein. Right. That's not horror. It's it is a comedy movie. You know, and uh, I don't know. I re- I really like this genre that straddles the genres because mm-hmm. it's is so hard to pull off. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. You really have to find the thing that works, mm-hmm. and it's rare. And when it works, man, it just yeah just clicks so well. You guys going camping? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, God. Yeah, anyway. So uh, the, the, our boys are out in the lake. They're doing some night fishing, as you do. I assume uh-huh. this is a thing because I have heard of it. I have heard of people floating rivers at night. And uh, these guys are out floating the lake at night. And as they're doing that and, you know, tossing back some good old beers. I love how, I mean, this isn't rated, is this, this movie is rated R, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Why didn't they show us some, you know? Uh, Nice tits, bitch. You know, like, why? Why does it always have to be so violent with you? I don't know. I'm trying to find the actual one I want. Yeah, they didn't toss us. Why don't they? Can I see one today? I just want to see one of your titties, girl. There's, I mean, there's a great one. Where they're like, let's go skinny dipping. <laughs> but I'm not taking my clothes off. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> What's skinny dipping then? David, David, this is so awkward. Yeah, it's a little awkward. But, um, you know, I mean, I uh, guess it's... These actresses have standards. Let's and, go skinny dipping with our clothes on. Look. I guess that sounds slightly you, better than like, let's go swimming with our underwear on. If you... Getting something about the milk in the cow, um, something something cow milk, um, yeah. So she, but but our our girl, uh, Miss Bowden, she's up on a rock and kind of between the two groups mm-hmm. of college kids who are whooping and a holler and having a good old time in their underwear, skinny dipping, uh-huh. and our our boys Tucker and Dale, and Tucker's like, oh god, get a load of this, and Dale just can't help himself. He's just like. Tucker, don't look at her while she's taking her clothes off. And this upsets young Miss Bowden. And uh-huh. she sc- <laughs> she screams and just flops into the water uh-huh. and hits her head. And uh, 
<laughs> the back and forth between Tucker and Dale in this movie is yeah. great. It's like, don't do that. Oh, you should stick up for yourself. Like, oh, I know. Like, all this. this. This is like a, like, believable friendship of, oh. of like, the interchange between, like, dude, I want to go see some tits. And it's like, come on, man. That's not ethical. It's not cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> not ethical. <laughs> we, shouldn't, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> That's exactly how <laughs> That's exactly how it would go down. Yeah. Are are you Tucker and I'm Dale, or am I Dale and you're Tucker? Um, or who, wait. Well, I'm the fat one, so I should be Dale, but I would definitely be Tucker in this circumstance. Do you? you know? <laughs> I think. Yeah, I don't know. I think. I think we both. Be Tucker. I think we'd both be Tucker. Shut up! This. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> you're gonna alert them. Put your dick away. <laughs> I don't want to see that while I'm seeing this. Um, Stop looking at my dick. Don't look at I. I can't help it. It's huge. It's everywhere. It's it's like God. <laughs> it's transcendent light shooting from your crotch. Uh-huh. I I I like women. This is coming from the guy who's like constantly like rallying for like more dick in movies. I'm like, right, more yes. dick in movies, more dick in movies. There's nothing scarier than a big old dick showing up out of nowhere. To admit it, that's is, why girls hate. That's why girls hate Tinder. <laughs> is there anything more homosexual than a straight white man? No, nothing. Zero more homosexual right. than that. I think the Wild Boys proved that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so she falls and they're good people, um, and totally not gay. So they go over there and help her get her out of the, get her out of the lake. And they say that the, the words that sets the whole, uh, m- delightful misunderstanding in motion, uh, even more so, which is we've got your friend <laughs> and, yeah. and the kids are like, they've got our friend ah! and they run away. Yeah. No. Oh no. Uh, you know what friends would do. Yeah. And, um, and so the next scene is just her, uh, Miss Bowden waking up in, uh, Tucker's cabin with a, with a bandage around her head and with, you know, just with a snorting dog, the oddity. Yeah. With the oddities of this weird cabin all around her in the light of day, this angry looking dog and all alone, (laughs) which, uh, I mean, if you're a young lady, this is your worst nightmare. Yeah. And Dale opens the door and his silhouette is just shown as, you know. A large man. A large hillbilly yeah. coming coming through this Scraggly, door. unkempt man. And she's and like, ah! He's like, oh my oh, god! I guess you don't like pancakes. I, I should have asked. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And he's just so lovable. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, he loves her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and he does. Uh, and so he heads back in, he makes her eggs and bacon and they kick off their friendship, yeah, which is they, so it cute. Was a misunderstanding. And she understands that he's just a lovable, lovable guy that just was a big old teddy bear. Her, yeah. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and all the while, you know, this is Tucker's house. Okay. Uh, so he's outside, you know, doing the things that he needs to do to make his is how you know that he planned to do with his weekend at his new house right. to fix it up. So he's outside 
getting rid of like you know he's chainsawing some fallen trees yeah getting, accidentally saws through a bee's nest well let's set it up a little bit as, more as these he's kids, being stalked on by yeah these college kids trying to recapture their friend and <laughs> it's like perfect because his reaction to the bees you know swarming him in the in the ensuing um chaos is a carbon copy of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the end of Texas Ch- Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Where the Leatherface is just like swinging the saw around. And, and <laughs> so he comes out from behind the house, like swinging the chainsaw like a maniac, trying to, you know, ward off bees and uh, starts running through the woods. <laughs> and the kids think he's chasing after them. Oh, man. I should have gotten the Wicked Wild Wild West bees. <laughs> Bees, the Neil C. Sierraga song. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe. I'll yeah, pull we'll that pull up. that up, or uh, at least we'll we'll share it in the afterpod. It's, I think it's called Bow Wow. <laughs> Neil. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, uh, yeah, we'll. I'll I'll get I, it. Ready. I love that. That's probably one of my favorite songs of his. It's not Bow Wow. It's Wow Wow. Wow Wow. Wow Wow. Bees. Uh, anywho, so. Uh, where are we going? Oh, yeah. So as as he's running through the woods with this chainsaw revved and these kids are escaping at high speed, this kid, you think he's going to like saw the kid by accident. Well, he passes him. Yeah. Like they share a knowing look. Tucker like looks to his side and is like, the fuck is this guy running? Yeah. Who is this? He's running from bees, too. But who is he and where did he come from? Right. And then this kid just runs into a stob on a tree, just impales himself. This is a new word for me. A stob. Oh, yes. Yeah. Tree stobs. So they're just broken branches. Um, you know, it's coming off. You know, it's like a, a branch coming off of a tree. Uh, it's called a stob. It's short, stout branch. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Why are they just called a branch? Uh, because it's a branch is a whole branch. This is oh. a, this is a. So it's still attached to the tree, but broken. Yeah, it's it's broken or it's uh, more than that. It's it's an impalement thing. Okay. Like you literally, this is something that a stab stabs. Yes, a stab does stab. You get your you get something caught on a stab, something like that. You got stabbed. Actually, I wonder if this is an actual term or just something that my <laughs> friends and I used in the Forest Service. Um, let's look it up. Stab. Holy shit! Yeah, a broken branch or stump. Old roots and stobs and crackling leaves. Yeah, this is a real word. Wow. Old broken branch, a broken branch or a stump. Stob. I'll be damned. Yep, there it is. So I've been using it right. Um, not not shocking to me. Uh, anywho, so this kid gets impaled. And so now the perceived kill count of Tucker, <laughs> Tucker and, Dale. and Dale to these college kids is two. They've right. lost their buddy. They've lost Miss Bowden. Think, and I don't think Tucker and Dale ever come across that first body. No, no I don't. They get they close to it, but they never actually see it. Right. Yeah. So unbeknownst to everybody, this is just happenstance. This is just. Right. Which is great because they have no idea what's going on. And then the next <laughs> ambush is where like all chaos breaks loose yeah. when the college kids are trying to like do a coordinated attack. <laughs> And Tucker is chipping wood with a wood chipper. 
like chipping up branches and stuff. And Dale is digging a latrine hole with Allison. Yeah. And then they run up and probably the kids the, are like, he's making her dig her own grave. Right. But she, in reality, she's like, hey, I'm a farm girl. It was, you know, it was put up or shut up where I came from. And this is one of so the, she's willing to help her new friend. Yeah, probably the the most absurd moment that like wouldn't work unless you sold it up to this point was the guy running towards Tucker and he literally just chucks himself into the wood chipper. <laughs> like there's no there there's no setup or like explanation of like uh, it's just Tucker stepping aside and this kid like <laughs> leaping at him. Right. And missing him. Yeah. Going right in right into the wood chipper. Right. <laughs> and everybody's just always shocked. It's just like, oh no! Oh god. And you know, T- Tucker and Dale are having not yeah. a good day. There's fucking there's a bunch of college kids just I think they're in a suicide pack. We're having oh a my jelly god. of a day over here. <laughs> I think they're 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 in a suicide pact. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. And the other one impales himself on a on a stick that he's gonna try to stab Dale with and in the just shitter. every attempt to try yeah. to harm Tucker and Dale ends with the death of a college kid. I also love the fact that throughout the movie they just call him the college kids. He's college kids. Hey are- college kid. Hey college kids. College yeah. kids. Um, and eventually, uh, one of our, you know, one of our college kids heads off uh, early in the movie to go get the police. And that same policeman from the uh-huh. uh, from the start of the movie shows up and <laughs> right as Tucker and Dale are dragging half of a corpse that had been in the wood chipper across their driveway. Right. Also, some great dialogue there is like. It's pretty heavy for a half a dude. <laughs> it's pretty heavy for half a guy. Dude, dead weight is dead weight. It's heavy. Yeah. You know, you can't. It's unwieldy, especially when it's, uh, you know, when it's still kind of warm, hasn't f- stiffened up yet. Yeah. You know, it it really helps for things to be, you know, like a rock. Right. But when you're just dealing with a limp body, it's, mm-hmm. trust me, it's rough. You don't have to tell me. I know. I. Anyhow, it's all those college kids. Um so the police officer comes by and, he, and they're guys are like, I know it. <laughs> I know this looks bad, <laughs> but these kids are just killing themselves all over the place. Like <laughs> these college kids are killing themselves all over my property. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, the cop ends up kind of like being like, OK, you know, these guys are, you know, he's a good cop. So he. He's willing to understand, listen, and understand the scenario. And he's reading it accurately, to be fair to him. Like, these guys didn't kill these people. Just a bunch of weird happenstance. So this right. this cop is like, hey, this right. is the guy you want as a cop. Right. But he walks into their house, leans up against a pillar, and... That's already been set up as unstable and dangerous. And gets a, a big board of nails through the face uh-huh. and has a big... You know, so now they've just seemingly killed the cop, too. And it just it keeps escalating to this cr- right. crazy place. All the while, I should mention, um, there are little breadcrumbs of like how crazy Chad is. Uh-huh. Chad is bad, um, and he's also a Chad, so we mm-hmm. hate him. 
Um, he's your super stereotypical Chad. I don't, I kind of almost wonder if this is like where the term Chad came from because it was 2010. Uh, that's, I don't, no, I don't know. Chad is, that's a pretty universal bro name. Yeah, but now it's the bro name. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Chad is rad. I don't know. Could be. Anyway, so Chad has a bee in his bonnet about this whole thing because his- Yeah, then it's a reveal. So they have, like, the last kind of confrontation as a group of of college kids. They they break into the cabin and find Allison there alone, and their plan was to, like, burn it down. Yeah. Or Chad's plan. And then Allison realizes, like, and it's set up that she was studying psychology and she, you know, is all about solving miscommunication in the world and stuff. So, yeah. So she, like, gets them to sit down and just chat and, and Dale to explain their point of view on what hap- has happened so far, which is a a great idea. This is one of those things where it's like, if everyone... It's like in the rom-com where it's like, if they just told each other what happened, then this would be not a problem. It's like, this situation is like, well, if they just sat down and talked and discussed their point of view, like, everyone would understand. And so it's that set up. And then Chad goes on just a complete Chad gent <laughs> tangent. No. Sorry. No. And oh, no. talks about his personal past, which includes parents being almost massacred by hillbillies and so obviously he has prejudice against hillbillies yeah he goes he came here with baggage which is not something you're supposed to do and before anything else can be revealed or talked about like what happens to like set it off something happens and chad goes like insane and then starts a fire and yeah um I just keep being reminded of that Simpsons episode where it's in the future and uh, Lisa has met her, her, um, <laughs> her fiance who's English. Uh-huh. He's like, eh, eh, come on, come with me to, to meet my family in England. There will be ever so many delightful misunderstandings. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's a that's a deep cut for you. Uh-huh, that's a deep uh, cut. Uh, anywho, yeah. So the end, I, yeah. I'll stick by my guns on this one. The end of this feels real hollow because I just don't care about their fight with Chad. I don't care about Chad being half hillbilly. It turns out they find this newspaper <laughs> yeah. that oh he was half hillbilly and yeah he can't take that news. I mean, it's kind of the setup. It's it's what they set up in the beginning. So it's like it is from a story standpoint a satisfying ending but in terms of like maintaining the pace of humor yeah and and the tone of the movie like it shifts a little it shifts and and it loses a lot of steam okay so they're not gonna do any more funny stuff anymore and the the answer to that is right right yeah no we aren't so i mean i think that i think the the answer that they could have gone with was just go all in all in have every single college kid off themselves in increasingly absurd ways and end it with Chad. It would be great if it's like a, a Wiley e. Coyote moment where it's like Chad has this huge elaborate plan that he's 
He's like turned into Rambo. And he's like, finally, they're going to walk into my trap, you know. And then he looks down and he realizes he ran out of cliff 10 feet ago. Right. Yeah. And then he holds up a little sign. Eep. Yeah. Yahahahui. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. Where are you going with this? Instead, what we get is a weird sawmill ending that feels kind of tacked on and you don't right. care about. And, you know, in the end, uh, Dale and uh, and Miss uh, Allison, they get together and uh, in a very unlikely mm-hmm. um, pairing. But nevertheless, I mean, everybody can just hold out hope, you know? Yeah. Just- That's what Hollywood has communicated to me is that. A fat guy that's uh, not particularly talented or, like, noteworthy can just bag the hottest girl in the world. What does that have to do with you? Uh, nothing. Then what are you talking about? Um. Yeah, I don't know. It, Chad is half a hillbilly, so and it was his dad who owned their cabin to begin with and committed all the brutal slayings. Of the, uh, the end. The end. And, uh, yeah, final recommendations. I'd say any old person would have a good time at this as yeah. long as they can stomach some pretty intense violence. Um, or at least graphic thoughts. Yeah. I mean, even any adult can handle this. There's a but fella I, being I would, tossed into a wood chipper. To I sure. would say, yeah. It's a lot I mean, of if it. you've listened to this review and you haven't seen it, like, well, now there's no point. It won't be as enjoyable. I don't know, but I guess after I watched it, mm-hmm. I've after I've seen it again, like the comedy timing holds up. Like oh, I yeah. still get, and I think I might be a little different because of that. I think some people just don't appreciate, you know, comedy the second time around. A lot of the time, it's so, hard. Like I know the joke now; it's not funny. But I appreciate the the process or the execution of the joke, whether yeah. I know what's coming or not. I don't know. Yeah, no, I I think I th- I'm made different. <laughs> You're made different. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I mean, you are. That is different than than the way I experience it. It especially <clears throat> especially like I can, with this I can kind watch- of physical comedy. Yeah, like when it's physical comedy and there's already been. I've seen the payout like it's much harder to appreciate the sentiment right for me like which is you appreciate the structure but for me the structure is blown out now um, I mean I see yeah I guess that, that is different because like I could watch Ace Ventura 2 and see Jim Carrey come out of that rhinoceros I <laughs> know I could do over and over again it will never not be funny but that's just but, because of his performance to be fair though that is this is like a world class number one. Right. That, like, I'm not even being, I'm not being hyperbolic at all when I say that. That scene in particular. That's one of the best comedy scenes of any, yeah, any movie that's ever been made. Have you gone to see the new Jackass movie yet? Not yet. Oh, we got to go see it. I'll go see it a second time. Yeah. It was so, so much fun. Yeah, maybe I'll see that this weekend. I still got to watch The Batman, too. I haven't seen that one either. And I haven't seen the Spider-Man one either. Yeah. I just, this is just how I do. I'm just like, nah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to see all have that. You, have you seen any of the Andrew Garfield ones? Uh-uh. Yeah. No. First one's good. Okay. 
Yeah, sure. This one wasn't. Everybody says this this new Spider-Man is like God, right? God's gift. It was great. Like I I've I'm pretty cynical now when it comes to I mean, I've gotten pretty cynical from overexposure to to superhero movies at this point. Where it's like, yeah, okay, that's why you're cynical. <laughs> it's like, okay, like I get it. They're going to combine like the the franchises and stuff. Like, even knowing what was coming, witnessing this overlap of all three, like, versions of the Spider-Man franchise was still somehow emotionally overwhelming for me. Should I see the first two to see this one? I didn't even know that there were three. Um, oh, you mean for the new... Well, okay, so there's... The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, which were, there were three, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Right. Yeah, obviously. There was an those. Andrew Garfield 2, which was The Amazing Spider-Man and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Didn't see either of those. Um, And then there's the um new ones with Tom yeah, Holland. Holland, which is just the weirdest title choices, which was Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man... Far from home, and spy. And this one is Spider Man into the Spider Verse, or no? It has well, home in it somewhere. Well, that that has to do with the comics. That back at home, these titles these titles are are comic titles. Really? Yeah, they're series. Anyways, so like, and this last one combines all three Spider Verses. You know? Oh shit! Really? So it's like, uh, so the villains from. From the <laughs> all three Spider Men are pointing at each other. <laughs> there's there's a picture of that. Oh wow, which is great. But yeah, I mean they. It was obvious from the trailers that you know we're gonna have Doc Ock, so we're gonna have Alfred Molina reprise Doc Ock from the original. From the original. Whoa! Wow, you didn't even see the trailers even then. No, I, I I'm telling you, I live in a vacuum and a movie vacuum and Willem Dafoe. Well, I'm pretty sure, like you knew wow. that it showed that Willem Dafoe was coming back. No, so it's these I didn't. the classic, like those were the two yeah. villains that people cared about, and all of those movies, like it's even hard to remember which villains were in the other movies because those two were so good, right? And uh, so they they spoiled that there was going to be these other villains, and that like Tom Holland, Spider Man. Like, fucked up the interdimensional, you know, whatever. But it never... It was kind of the Hollywood's worst-kept secret that all three Spider-Mans were going to be in it, too. Mm-hmm. And when that's revealed in the movie, even though I, like... It's obvious that that's going to well, happen. Well, you're, you're, you're breaking it all up for me now. Now I'm, now I'm upset. Oh. oh. And, uh, yeah, it's... But seeing them all together, and if you understand the... Stories, nuance. The stories of the three movies, or the three franchises, like, it's done so well. It's, I haven't been that impressed since Avengers Endgame, in terms of, like, it's it's almost most impressive from a business aspect of, like, wow, whoever drew up these contracts and talked with all these agents and all these, like, IP properties is, like, that must among have been men. insane. Yeah. yeah, come talk to me about what it's like having to like 
herd cats. Right. Uh, anyway, well, yeah. Speaking of Shutter. Yeah, no. Um, no, not even. Uh, anyway, well, yeah. See, see Tucker and Dale. It's on pretty much. You can rent it on anything right now. I don't think it. Oh, it's playing for free on a bunch of the. Yeah, it was, I watched it on Tubi. Tubi and. Yeah, all, all those the things. I yeah. think it's on uh, Voodoo. I think it's free on free. Redbox, With- too. Redbox is no longer a box so much as it is a streaming platform. Yeah, so. it's still out there. Um, and now I feel so seen because now everybody knows about my... Your dick? My love of, uh, oh. of pretty thick. It's pretty thick. I don't think it's a secret. Booties. I don't think it's you've ever held that too close to the vest. No. It's pretty thick. Is it close to the vest or close to the chest? I've heard it both ways. Well, for me, it'd be close to the chest. I just, I guess if you wear a vest. Just squat over my chest, baby. Um, Wow. Wow. (laughs) It rhymes. That's even more revealing. Okay. Yeah, well, you know. Didn't know you're, you know, now it makes a whole lot of sense. Like, your your love of, of a drain addict. Oh, yeah. Your love of ass is like, uh, I think there's significant You know what's weird? I'm not a big fan of poop. I got to tell you. Don't Just like it. Huge into scat play. Don't like it. No, I've gotta t- I'm got to. I'm going to be honest with you. I know it's a weird thing. You know, I know that makes me weird to not, uh-huh. yeah. to not be into poop. I think everyone just doesn't understand why you wouldn't want a woman shitting on your chest. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's, a, that's a great, like historic reddit post of like people of reddit what's a fetish that you had that was ruined once you actually experienced it and someone vividly describing just being so into scat porn uh-huh. and being like yeah just and pain you know some like preeminent scat goddess to come shit on his chest and he's like yeah it's gonna be so hot and then experiencing someone taking hot shit on you and just being like in an instant knowing like no i'm not into this well you know what now we're gonna talk about our new sponsors (laughs) (laughs) we want to welcome coke zero as a sponsor (laughs) coke zero new sponsor Real American Family Insurance, we welcome you. Real proud to have them. Uh, You're welcome ex- to take a hot <laughs> shit on my chest anytime. <laughs> oh. oh my god! If you have been listening to the show, uh, you know that we had a Spotify deal uh, that was pending for yeah. a long time. Well, it was pending for a long. time. Time. It was taking too long. Long time. But you know what happened? Uh, Bryce knows what happened a little bit better than I do, but I'm going to I'm going to riff it a little bit here. We got approached in the meantime by iHeartRadio. iHeartMedia. iHeartMedia. And they just swooped in like Uh uh, like saving graces, Mm -hmm. you know, like big angelic seraphim angels made of not of shit, but of seraphim of ass of ass. Of the stuff that shit comes from. <laughs> and they were like, hey, you want to, um, you want to, you know, come, come be on our, uh, on our platform. And we were like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, I mean, Spotify is ready to, uh, you know, they accept us for who we are and all the weird, horrible things that we have to say and do and think about. And so, and they were like, fuck that. 
we love you more. Mm. And so, and you know, um, so, and we can help you monetize your podcast and, uh, and all your episodes of your podcast. And so yeah. we, and they, and they just greenlit it. They were just like, green light, go. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they offered us to be on their, their platform. It's a mutually beneficial arrangement because they can use our impressions to sell advertisement and we get a decent portion of that. Um, and then what's even greater for us, because almost all of the ads that we have run are from our footwork, right? Know, from like hoofing it and trying to finding wheel, wheel night channels, finding shutter. Yeah. Right. Which we're not sales people. It's not, what we do and it's more of like when we get a be in our bonnet to approach someone and it's a lot of work and it's hard to maintain those relationships so to have like an automated like just some force out in the world is going to find advertisers yeah to and they, insert and they were like yeah we'll do it for you like we got you yeah and uh, and so, so essentially great. it's it's free money for us um Unfortunately for listeners, like there's going to be a bit more advertisements and all the people that are going to complain about that, um, I would urge to press the skip 15 seconds that's on every single podcast platform available in the universe. No, fuck that. I would urge them to support us differently because this is a free podcast yeah. and we've been doing it um, yeah, or, for free or, for a long time. Or join Patreon, you never have to listen to an ad again. Right. Um, but uh, that, and then also, um, even better is that for those um, advertisers that we approach, it's a much easier conversation to have because we can insert the ad into all of our previous episodes as well. Right. So, I mean, that's the other thing. You're going to hear ads on previous episodes as well, and, and uh, they're going to be rotating, and some of those are going to be ones that... We set up because, hey, we put a lot of work into this and, and we deserve a little bit of compensation. And yeah. honestly, it's a little bit compared to the, <laughs> the amount of effort we put into it. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if anyone hates ads, I apologize, but I this is a thing we're doing. I don't. We've put a lot, a lot, a lot of hours into this. Yeah. A lot of work, a lot of our blood, sweat, and cum, and yeah. um, mostly cum. And, you know, yeah, you just feel you you put on a podcast for four years and feel bad about asking for money. Um, we'll be over here, um, you know, begging for it because yeah. I'm I'm shameless. I'm ready to receive money. I have lots of shame, but would, I'm still ready to receive money. I would love to uh, retire from my my uh current employment so i could just do podcasting full-time do you ever do you ever think about like um like doing what josh potter did and just getting one of those um like getting on one of those uh platforms where people pay you to like shave your back or something like that and, oh like, like uh only fans a, yeah just become a total slut you want to do that would you do that would i do that yeah no you wouldn't no oh man i do that in a heartbeat then do it I kind of want to. I just do don't, it. I just don't think that there's a market for. There's it. probably a small handful of fans of horror movie talk that would pay you a couple bucks to do some demeaning shit. Mm. Does it have to be demeaning? You suppose? Yep. Oh, wow. What? Well, well you're a man. Oh. No one's gonna pay to just 
see your dick. I don't know. Maybe. No one. I don't know. Let, let me tell you. Knowing what I know about my dick, no, and I know a lot about it, no, no one's paying for no it. No one would pay twice, I guess. No. That's what I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real tough market because there are no returning customers. <laughs> there is nobody happy with that at all. Zilch. Oh. Yeah, trust me, I'm not happy about it either. It's just what God gave me. Yeah, I have way too much shame about myself hmm. to maybe we can monetize to sell that myself. Shame. Maybe know. that's remember how we had that conversation of like how much money would it take <laughs> for you to like eat a piece of shit or something? I can't remember even what what it's like it was. five thousand dollars. Like the goal is to go as low as you can with these yeah. thought exercises, and I was. Uh, truthful and i'd be like it'd have to be over like a 100 grand at least to eat like a single nugget of shit uh-huh that's like an inch in circumference and yeah. diameter yeah yeah and you could you couldn't do that for under six figures right once i'd even i'd still feel bad about it at that figure i'd be like mm, that's still demeaning to me yeah of course it is yeah. But I what to feel good about it it'd be like you can no the god the goal isn't to feel good about it at all. Right. No, the goal is what why you, why would the you The way you the way you set this up in your head is so insane because it's like it's not attached to the reality of the game. You're thinking I want to have to feel good about it. No, bitch. No, you're a bitch in this. This is the the setup is uh-huh. you're a bitch. You're going to eat the shit. Uh-huh. What's the minimum amount of money, bitch, to eat the shit? Like, that's the... Like, you don't have to feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm not a bitch. That's the game. I mean... No. I would... I would the honest answer would be like, yeah, I've... I would probably get over my discomfort and my aversion and my self-respect at six figures. And even then, I'd feel pretty bad about it. I would eat it and then immediately regret it and be like, I should have asked for 500000 Like, what idiot. I just don't think you understand how it works. Like, I don't, I think you'd like miss the, the premise of the game. <laughs> no, I understand the premise is what would it take to get you to eat a piece of shit? Right? Uh-huh. But you but then you do this weird mental gymnastics it, extra it, gymnastics in your head of like I have to feel good about it. And it's like no, not to feel good about it. Like the the idea is how bad do you want the money? It's right. not how good do you want to feel. You can feel like terrible shit. Like you right. just ate a piece of shit. Exactly. That's how much I that's how much I want the money. Is like you'd have to pay me that much. I want the to money get me to do so it. much more than you. Yeah. Like you're like which so, is so weird because I'm so complacent with like so basic of you. I'm, I'm just so, I just thought you were so much more impressive. So basic. I'm serious. It so weirds me out because everywhere else you're like just like yeah, give it to me. Like you know, but like I won't eat a piece of shit for five grand. Like I eat a, two pieces of shit for five grand. I'll th- throw you a freebie if you like. <laughs> You know, one piece of shit for five grand, two pieces of shit for five thousand five hundred, uh, four pieces of shit for seven thousand. That's right. 
Well, that doesn't make any sense at all. That's not uh, that's not how cost es- escalation works. I can't believe that you would talk about that. That's not how the game works. <laughs> um. So uh, before we get you know at each other's throats about what's going down each other's each other's throats, um, let's get into uh, nice reviews for the podcast occasionally. Um, you, you guys are kind enough to drop a review and that helps us out a whole lot. That helps the algorithms that be pop us up in front of people's faces, gets us more fans, gets us more ad revenue, more people who want us to eat shit. And so sometimes I like to take a little moment and just, uh, just read your reviews out loud and say thank you for, uh, for dropping them on us. So here's, here's the last three because things have slowed down in that department recently, but we do have three, and uh, and I uh, I'm very grateful for them. Our first one um, is from Tori N, and she or he I'm not sure. Tori's a girl's name, right? I think they might have said specifically that they were. Oh uh, yeah, well let's get into it. Uh, the title is the best show for pro- yeah. That's the other thing we have to misgender these people. Uh-huh. Uh, the best show for professional sex. Well, he he misspelled my name, so we can misgender him. Bruce Hansen. Um, she says, "I'm so insanely grateful for this podcast. Bryce Hansen and David Day are two of the funniest humans I have ever listened to. Wow, uh, you need to listen to some funnier people than us. <laughs> their insights are so fantastic and spot on. Even when they disagree, both of their opinions have validity. I listen to this show like when Bryce says he won't eat shit for less than six figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listen to this show at work and spend the majority of my time stifling my laughs. You make." the dredge of my day significantly better every day. Thank you both. I'm planning on becoming a patron very soon because I need me some of that after pod action. Love you guys. Thank you for the time and energy you both put into this incredible show. P.S. I am a male. So there it is. Oh, there you I'm go. sorry, Tori. I didn't even ah! <laughs> preemptive knew that you're going to fuck it up. <laughs> Postemptive. You put mm-hmm. it at the end. Um, and then another one from, uh, Brian flow 67 said, started listening to you guys this past weekend, instantly fell in love with peace with the PC and love with the The podcast podcast. Oh, okay. Well, I've never seen that abbreviation before with the podcast within two days. I became a Patreon supporter. Keep up the amazing work. Yep. Thank you so much, Brian. And I think both of these. Guys did become Patreon supporters. It could be. I, yeah, we should probably pull up the Patreon page too while I read this. Uh, while I read this last one from Britain, um, this one is titled "Brilliant Fun," uh, and it's from uh, Kickass Bear. I was a little late in discovering the podcast, so I have lots of older episodes to listen to. It's such fun, and I'm eager to listen. Uh, when I see a new one drop. An absolute blast. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you, all of you guys. Anybody who's uh, going to take time out of their day and write some nice words about us, um, I really just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. You've uh, made our days, and we're happy that we can help you make yours um, because, you know, we all we need to be there for each other. And um, and this is has been proven to be a nice way to do that all right well at least brian was a patreon there you go he was honest tory's on his way Give tory's on his way he's Give thinking a about a minute maybe yeah. he's trying to save up for one of those fucking 
massive tiers, mm. like the six hundred and sixty-six dollar tier. How about we start a new tier? Six thousand dollars, and you get to take a shit on my chest. I'm all for that tier, of course. Yeah, right. Will That's it? the perk: is you get to shit on my chest, bare well, chest. Okay, well, you have to take into consideration that the horror movie talk founding members get all oh, shit. <laughs> So that means like eight shits on my chest. Well, if they take you up on it, it might not yeah. be their thing. Would you would you allow that? Not not the barring the the existing members. I would say at six thousand, if I get to keep all the money, that if does, you that, specifically, yeah, that do? doesn't go to the podcast. Well, then no, me. that's not a tier. You have to. Split okay, well it. then twelve thousand. Okay, yeah, no, that's reasonable. Yeah, and I, my six thousand of that would, of course. Be to spend on taking a shit on my chest. Right. <laughs> I just go back into the pod. Back into the pod. Oh. We're reinvesting. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And there's a blockage. Oh, a big sausage. It is. It's like a big sausage of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Buzzinga. Okay, another episode in the bag for you guys. Thanks to all of our patrons, but specifically these patrons. Uh, yeah. So, Brian F., Brandon C., Joe... No, wait. Are, yeah. These aren't... Are these all the most recent ones? Yeah. Joe B., Victoria P., Debbie M. I think we've yeah. gotten to the people that we've thanked before. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Thank you. Thank everyone for listening to the show. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, and thanks for, you know, hanging around, you know, shooting the shit with us. <laughs> Very specifically the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, you have to be so vulgar? <laughs> you guys have a great week. We love you. Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat? Look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopa chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me tooed with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pop done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave does it. Give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rum. Soon kiss, Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair, Pino, Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Gastritis, Nicolosomy, turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day, scare no, no expert. A global fucks hard, professional sex expert. After pods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a top.
Putting pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and Oregon's Corona, COVID, Curse, Lorona, Green River Killer, because reasons, hallway of poop monster kids screaming, ain't your ordinary dingleberry itinerary, 30 days shudder and jump scares, ain't fucking scary, time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes, use their white socks to catch their loads, to show them one titty, pretty, Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breast. Shifty ass, stay spooky. Poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Horror movie talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them. <laughs> The intro music. Okay. <laughs> Shut up! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this on the end. <laughs> I guess just like muffled wailing in the background. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is what we need to reduce the noise for. Sure. Do horror movies.